We're starting an interview with Carmi Wiseman. Okay, so please state your name and indicate uh, a little bit about your environmental group and uh, how it started and what you're involved with. Okay, uh, my name is Carmi Wiseman. I'm uh, the founder and the executive director of Sufa Israel, which is an uh, educational environmental organization based in Beit Shemesh. Uh, we have several different programming that we run uh, throughout Israel and in the States and in Europe as well. Um, our first program is called the Echo Connection Program, where we teach children how their life, their habits, their lifestyle habits, their consumption habits affect the environment by, teach, by, by teaching them about their ecological footprint, measuring their ecological footprint. Um, and then what they do is they compare their, the size of their ecological footprint with children in other schools or in Israel or abroad. And they see that, for example, we have children in Israel who've, uh, last, the last project that we did, we did with 30 schools in the city of Beit Shemesh. And we saw that, for example, one of the things that we discussed tonight was the issue of uh, consumption. Uh, we saw the uh, tremendously high levels of consumption amongst Israeli uh, children. We noticed, for example, that when it comes to buying, purchasing new clothing, that um, the rate of students in Israel who will only buy new clothing, will only wear new clothing, is something like 24%. When we did a similar survey in two, two schools in New York, the Beit Rabban School in Manhattan, and the Hanna Senesh Community Day School in Brooklyn, it was only 7% of the children who would only wear new clothing. Uh, we've noticed a tremendous amount of waste. 24% of the children that we surveyed in the city of Beit Shemesh don't even shut the, the faucet when they brush their teeth. They just let the water dra uh, drip. We're doing a similar survey now with Microsoft on their MSN website, We've had over 4,500 hits on our, on our website, which is where you measure your ecological footprint. Um, and again, it's the same 25% of the people who've been surveyed who just let the water run without thinking about doing the most minor things that need to be done in order to uh, not spend the limited resources that we have. And we're talking about a situation now we're in a situation now in Israel where we're in a severe drought for close to four or five years. We're in a severe drought. Everybody knows that we don't have water. Right? But the issue of conservation, and this is one of the things that I mentioned when, when, when Alone uh, asked me to discuss environmental education, and when Alone asked me to mention environmental education in Israel. Up until now, a good deal of environmental education has been experiential. The more SBNI type of go out to the fields and learn about the plants, learn about the flora, learn about the different animals, but less of what we were used to in the States, right? We're shut off the lights, right? Buy energy, star products, um, Simple, basic things of what everybody could do in order to save the environment. If we're talking about eating meat, right? We're not. We don't necessarily tell the children not to eat meat. 
we actually have some situations where the teachers tell us one of the questions in the survey is how often do you eat meat? So we have a question. So we have situations where the teachers say, "Well, hold it! All, all the kids are going to understand that they shouldn't be eating any meat. And we don't want that." But we're not talking about necessarily about stopping to eat meat completely. But we're talking about limiting it in your diet, perhaps eating it just on Shabbat, or perhaps eating it once or twice a week. We're not talking about the major amounts of consumption of, of, of beef and poultry which exists today. That's one of, our, one of the projects that we run. Um, the other project that we run is called the Adopted Neighborhood Project, where the other issue that we see in Israel is littering. Uh, people, you know, there aren't enough garbage cans and people aren't used to uh, keeping, keeping the, their, their litter with them, so they just drop it where they are. We run cleaning campaigns throughout, uh, throughout Israel and Meir Sharim. We run them in Beit Shemesh. We run them uh, in Yerushalayim in Ramot. Uh, we just did an Aserasi Mechuva cleaning campaign in the, in the heart of Geula. Uh, that's one of the other projects that we do. And the other project that we do, and this is something that I started uh, before I founded Sviv Israel, is called the Environment in Jewish Thought and Law Project, the Halacha B'Svivel Machshava, where we have rabbis uh, and avrechim, which are uh, kolal students and yeshiva students. Um, we ask them to study topics related to the, the Judaism environment and to write, uh, to write articles on, on these topics. Uh, and we put out an annual journal we just put out the fourth journal. We did a conference in the Jerusalem municipality, which was where the chief rabbi of Israel, uh, Rabbi Metzger, spoke. The, uh, the, the mayor of Jerusalem, uh, Urlo Pliansky, spoke. Um, and the minister of the environment spoke. And the journal is distributed through Yeshivot throughout Israel and, and abroad. Uh, we had writers from England, we had writers from, uh, from the States, we have Rabbanim from Bnei Brak, we have uh, a, wide, uh, a wide array of writers talking about topics about global warming, talking about topics of consumerism, talking about topics of cleanliness, talking about topics of, of appreciating nature, about cleanliness, about neighborly relations. Uh, it's understanding um, it's trying to um, uncover the wealth of Jewish responses to today's environmental issues and concerns something which essentially has been done uh, a little it has been done on an academic level but it has not really been done by the yeshiva world. And I believe that the yeshiva world, which spends, which spends 90%, 100% of their time studying Torah, we need to also redirect their energies towards uh, exploring environmental issues so that, one, they adopt more environmentally responsible behaviors. Two, kimitzion tetzai Torah, that they also bring out of the world um, um, how we should, uh, how the world should be approaching environmental issues. Um, for example, when we talk about, you know, we know that uh, one, one of the big Jewish ethics 
is histapkut bemuat. Learning to live with what you have. Right? If we look about the, 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 the thrust, the thrust of a good deal of the environmental activity in Israel, a good deal of it is based around the idea of recycling. Right? Recycling, if you know the basic three R's, reduce, reuse, recycle. Recycling is the least efficient method of protecting the environment. Right? But if you, look at the, if you look at it from the idea of histapkut bemuat, right, that you want to live a spiritual life, right? so then you go for reduce. It's obvious that reduce is the way to go. You don't look at recycle, which is the least efficient uh, way of protecting the environment. Um, Sriva Israel's activities take place uh, both with the, um, the non-religious public in Israel, the religious public, the Haredi public, our activities, uh, a good deal of our activities are web-based, and our ecological footprint survey is used both by Jews and by Arabs in Israel, by students in Phoenix, Arizona from schools that we've never heard of, mm-hmm. by students in, uh, in the University of, of Idaho. And because I, I believe that the, our ecological crises are really symptoms of spiritual crises, which the world is, is now feeling. Right? It's taken 200 years since the Industrial Revolution to see what's actually, what are the effects of the Industrial Revolution, what are the effects of overconsumption. Um, I do believe that if we can instill Jewish education uh, and Jewish teachings with proper environmental uh, guidelines. Right? So we'll be able also to give out that message if we can hook the Jews right, to be big pushers of the environment the same way they've pushed everything else that they've spread throughout the world, then we can do our part to save the world. Well, it sounds like a really great group. Certainly it's a very important function. Now, what are the Jewish teachings that you tie in to these activities to show them that this is not just from out of left field and all, but this is very consistent with the Jewish tradition and the Jewish culture. It comes from uh, there's a plethora of there's a plethora of uh, there are a plethora of Jewish sources that we that we, that we teach. Uh, I, for example, discuss the topic of Lifnei Ver. I believe that our consumer society right, is the biggest uh, is the biggest love, the biggest iser of lifneiver lotitan michshol. That uh, before a blind man, do not place a stumbling block. Uh, all the advertising uh, that goes in to convince us right, to constantly keep on working, so we can constantly keep on purchasing, so that we can constantly keep on consuming, that we can constantly keep on depleting the earth's resources so that we think we can actually be happy in order to purchase somebody else's products and then do the same thing to somebody else and sell them our products. Uh, It's a way of viewing the last hundred years of, uh, of a world movement in a purely Jewish way of looking at it. I talk about, uh, for example, we bring the famous Midrash that everybody brings uh, in Kohelet Rabbah, uh, in the ninth chapter, 
uh, when, when God created the world, He took man throughout uh, the world, and He said to him, See how beautiful my creations are. All that I created, I created for you. Uh, give your thought that you did not destroy the world. So we don't just talk about the measures the simple way that it's discussed, mm-hmm. but rather we go the way it goes in the way Midrashim is studied, the way Medrash is studied in Yeshiva. You take every word and you break it down piece by piece, and we explain what does it mean. Look at the world that I created. The first commandment that Hashem gives us is that you have to look at the world that Hashem created. The first thing we have to do is to unplug people from the television, unplug people from the computer, and get them to stop and take a look and see the beautiful world that, that Hashem gives us. And this is based on the teaching of the Chafetz Chaim. The Chafetz Chaim says from the Pasuk in Yeshayahu, Se'u marom enechem u're'u mi Lift up your eyes and see who created this, these, the Chafetz Chaim says that it's a commandment, it's a mitzvah every day before you go to shul. Every day before you go to shul, you should look up in the sky and see who created this world. We take the next part of the Medrash, which says, all that I created, I created for you. And we explain the difference of Jewish environmentalism versus other ideas of, of biocent- biocentric ideas or... Uh, deep ecology ideas where everything I created I created for you right? that this world was created for man specifically for man give your thought that you do not destroy this world everything was created for you and you man has a, uh, a you man have a responsibility to maintain this world right because I created for you. And we also explain also that the three levels over here are Chokhmah, Bina, Vadat. The first level is to look. Chokhmah is knowledge. The first thing is the awareness, just to look around. Bina is understanding, be able to understand uh, how we impact the world. Right? Dat, once we understand how we impact the world, that we actually have to change our behavior patterns. That's dot, that's wisdom. Wisdom is not just knowledge that, that's book knowledge, but wisdom, and this is what Judaism tries to teach, wisdom is actually changing your behavior after you've learned how you affect the world, or how your behavior affects things. Wisdom is actually doing it. And that's how we explain that measure, according to Chochmah, Bina, Vodat. And we have a plethora of, uh, of different uh, Jewish sources that, that, we, that we use, and also many of the, our writers bring plethora. We have, uh, I'll show you the, the text, the, our last, uh, the last volume that we produced was over 400 pages of, uh, of, uh, of text, and uh, one, of the, one of the main writers is a rabbi in Bnei Brak, um, and... Um, he wrote a very nice article about uh, about zoning laws, about building in in in, in, in uh, about building in in in, uh, in private neighborhoods. And at the end of the conference, he said to me, uh, he called me up the next day and he said, "You know, I read all the all the other articles, and I was tremendously impressed with with all the other articles just as well. I'd like to send you a donation." 
So I said, thank you very much. But the biggest donation that you could do for me, you're the Rav of a shul, the biggest donation is keep talking about the environment. If you talk about it, everyone will listen. Right? The more you talk about environmental issues, that's how we'll get the community to be involved. And um, in the end, he did both. <laughs> he both sent a donation, and he's still continuing to talk about. Uh, and he's still continuing to talk about the environment. So um, that, that's part of that's part of what we do. Now, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, with your group, you know, to get involved and maybe have you come into their school, for example, how can they do that? Uh, you can contact us, but uh, my telephone number is uh, 02-999-6262. Uh, or you can look at our, web, our website, Sviva Israel. S-V-I-V-A I-S-R-A-E-L dot O-R-G Sviva Israel IsraelEnvironment.org. If you do Sviva Israel, you'll you'll get us for the first page. Uh, so is that Sviva Israel dot org dot org? Yeah. Right. So then they can get them. I'm sure they can find a phone number there. Yeah, they can find a phone number. They can see our information. All the journals are on the website. Is this in English as well as Hebrew? It's in English as well as Hebrew. Oh, Everything so we do is in English as well as Hebrew. Right. There's more English than Hebrew. Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds great. Is there maybe just have time for a final point or two? In summary, just to summarize uh, your group and it's what it's doing and what it's based on. Um, our group is based on uh, the, the Masoret of Avram Avinu of trying to be an Orla Guim and to do our little bit, trying to be a light unto the nations, to do our little bit to help save the world. Uh, we're trying to do our share by bringing together all of mankind and the Jewish people to change their consumer habits, to change their lifestyle habits, to reduce their levels of consumption in order that we affect less the ecosystems throughout the world um, and that we have plenty of time to do good deeds, spend time with our family, and leave our mark in the world in a positive way and not just how many pounds of meat or we've consumed or how many televisions and, or cars we have purchased. Okay, thank you very much. Very enlightening. And I hope many people will contact your group and it should only expand because this is something that should be in every school system. Thank you very much. I mean. Call